Pickaxe. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes with me, Tom, playing Keelak Adkalar, the bard slash cleric. I am Chris Trot, I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond, and this is your last chance to get 25% off the legendary bundle with the code WARMPLATES. So head to the link in the description and get over $100 worth of savings before you miss it. We're also sponsored by Displate. Use the code HIGHROLLERS15 to get 15% off your order. We're revealing some of our favourite Displates every Sunday, and at the end of the month we're giving them away to anyone watching us live on twitch.tv forward slash HIGHROLLERSDND. So tune in live, win yourself some fantastic art, and check out both sponsors with the links in the episode description. While I'm here, be sure to check out yogscast.com slash for more information about the live show and the High Rollers VIP tickets that will get you access to a private game run by Mark that is taking place at YogCon. And if you're heading to TwitchCon on the 13th or 14th of April, come see our live show, meet us, say hello. Anyway, on to the episode. The team need to fulfill their end of the bargain and start to head off to solve an undead problem nearby. We're back. Welcome to Eroes, friends. A little recap before we begin today's adventure. The players have journeyed, well, not journeyed, they were sent to the continent of Voxar in the region known as Mirskir, the land of the roving storms. After inter-character conversations on the beach, beginning to head inland to find civilization, the party met a half-orc ranger who was in distress Coming to her rescue, they befriended Oriya, um, who has led them to the village of Karkul, and then on to the town of Stenhill to try and find more information about bringing back their friend Sentry, but also where they are and what is available to them in this region. Um, during the night, they were ambushed by several Arnkegs, borrowing insectoid-like creatures, which thanks to some clever illusory tactics from Nova, they managed to dispatch quite easily, and then they met went on to Stenhill itself. Stenhill is a town raised up on stone plinths due to flood waters. Uh, there they met with Skaldi Ravenscar, a dwarven priestess of Kilara, the goddess of death, who agreed to help the party with Quill's injuries, as well as uh, keeping Sentry protected from the ravages of death um, in exchange for helping her with a small task. The party also met with a tiefling, a male tiefling called Veskin Dexit Galloway, the owner of the Traveller Inn, who provided some room and board in exchange for some coin and the, the promise of a story later, um, who seemed to be a very eccentric, well-travelled gentleman. They returned to the priestess uh, with Quill having received a vision from Hesper detailing many larger things and factors at work in the world. But upon return... Uh, Scaldi, the priestess, cast Speak with Dead on Sentry, and the party were entitled to ask five questions. But before they could, a male, deep, resonating voice echoed from her body, instructing them to bring Sentry back to the Prime and to find the City of Glass. The questions themselves gave them the party some information on Sentry's wishes, as well as some additional information, courtesy of Lucius. Um, 
And then they were faced with the decision of whether to head on to the city of Katovag and ask the leader of the region, called the Shepherd, to use their magic to reincarnate Sentry, though that would mean she returns as another race, or to pursue other leads, such as the Midwife's Forge, the Tales of Witches Who Grant Magical Favors, or trying to find the City of Glass itself. But before, before they can do all of that, they have their promise, their oath to Scaldi to help investigate the ruins of a place called the Night Eye and stories of spirits and spectres. Yeah, and a necromancer. Potentially. A necromancer. Potentially. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful neck you've got. Um, yeah, so. I believe everybody except Nova is together because Nova stepped outside before the ritual was cast on Sentry. Um, and the last thing was Nova getting a familiar sensation from Tiangong, this ancient uh, star weapon that you've been carrying around with you that's granted you magical powers. Um, and you've got this strange familiar sense uh, drawing you towards the south, southwest. It's just next door, right? It's just like you know, five minutes down the road, turn left a bit. So what are you all doing? He's ignoring <laughs> um, Ow. My feels. So yeah, we're all uh, inside mm -hmm. the Temple of Kalara. Yeah, Sentry's body has been placed on the main altar of uh, the Temple of Kalara. This kind of stone um, sarcophagus placed in the middle with a circular building around it, shelves covered in all sorts of plants and wreaths and flowers, but also dozens of hung up lanterns with candles lit inside. I was going outside to find Nova, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, he's planning to. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge town. It probably wouldn't take you. Unless Nova's making efforts to stay hidden, you probably would be able to find her quite quickly. Nova! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm guessing by, I mean, yelling that and looking around. Most of the people here, they all dress in a very similar manner. They have these kind of like, uh, you know, very heavy, waterproof-looking tunics, <coughs> but all of their like wrists and legs are bound quite tightly, so that you know any rising water would uh, not soak loose fabric. Um, so Nova stands out in her attire and her manner. Um, what? Hello. If if yeah. if you're not trying to keep yourself hidden, of course. Uh, I'm probably just not very far. I like. I probably just wandered off. Just you know, don't probably don't even really know where I am. I just wandered off. Lost yeah. Thought. Well, the the area around Stenhill is kind of flooded at the moment, so there's this kind of like knee to thigh high water um, that is doesn't quite reach the tops of these stilted platforms, which join all of the raised up buildings together. Um, but it's almost created like a little river and pond around the whole place. Are the pathways stable? Yeah. Or is it kind of bobbing? Yeah, no, no, there's, the... there's stone. There's like okay. stone plinths and then. <laughs> okay. No. They're like wooden wooden bridges, but on stone foundations. Oh, there you are. Oh, just a few steps, actually. I don't know why I'm so out of breath. Get very far. You missed all the good stuff. Oh, we yeah. spoke to Sentry. <laughs> yeah. Her favorite color is. Green? Green. Green, yeah. I can probably <laughs> I tell from her outfit and her, you know. I thought it was purple. Okay. But it's green. Is that a legit question you asked her? Absolutely, what, yes. Out of five? Yeah. Okay. First one was how she was. Oh. She's fine. Well, at least the memory of a fragment of her was. Okay. She's well. Dare I ask what other questions? You have five questions. Oh, a big uh, booming voice came out that sounded nothing like Sentry. It was a deep resonating uh, masculine voice that said Vondred Prime or something like that. What, what, I think Quill knows exactly what, what it was said. What? 
what, what, can we go back to that bit? Come on, like, yeah. As much as I didn't really want to help I can't you. believe a favourite colour was green all along. Fi find the prime. Yes. Okay, Lucius, I need you to focus. Right. What else did she say? What, what, this, what did this voice say? Uh, find the prime, uh, mm. I didn't write it down because I wasn't there. Mm. Kim wouldn't write that down. You know what? Oh. It's better if you talk to Quill. Okay. I don't want to misrepresent what Sentry or Masculine Sentry said. Okay. Um, okay, you gonna come back? I'm there. Why did you leave, by the way? Um, You're not feeling very well. I, I don't want to be there. You're looking a little I, I blue. Want, I don't want to talk to Sentry. I don't want to hear her. Why? It was so lovely to hear her voice again. I know. It's too soon. It's too, it's too soon. I can't do that. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too soon. Well, that's fine. I mean, it's okay. She's not speaking anymore. Okay. The spell's over. Now let's just talk to Quill about information. Oh, we also have to have a mission. From uh, Skaldi. Uh, Tian, Tian, Tian Gong spoke to me, kind of. In what way? Um. Did she also... I think there's another fragment in the south. Right. I don't know. South? Of here. Right. So before when we were in on the way to Gold Throne, I knew that there was another skiff somewhere north of Gold Throne, right? And I was hoping we could go there and I'd find another piece of Tiangong and maybe make their voice stronger and make the connection, you know. Um, and and Tiangong just spoke to me and, and I can feel there's something in the south of here. Um, How do you feel about it? Clarify one thing, it's actually more west. I got my, got my directions wrong. <laughs> like I'm looking at the map now and I'm like, that's a lot more west than I thought Sorry, it was. Sorry, we can dub it in the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. West. West. <laughs> to the west. west. Um, no. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, team player. It is, it is ever so slightly south, but south it's more to the west, yeah. In the southwest. West. 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 Considering your recent, uh, you know, emotions. How Massive, you... incredible screw-up and causing of the deaths of one of our friends. <laughs> In your opinion, yes. However, how are you taking that information from Tiangong? Because you felt like you couldn't do it anymore. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I... But Tiangong thinks you can, so there's and something. And that's what's kind of really weirding me out, because if I was Tiangong, I'd find someone else. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe Tiangong can see what we all see. Yeah. Real strength in there somewhere. Well, between Ayla shouting at me and you pep talking me and 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 Tiangong kind of giving me this feeling, maybe I need to try harder. I don't know. Um, I'll see. Um, watch your mic; it's rubbing a bit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Tiangong. How about before you get too deep in your own thoughts? Let's just focus on the objectives at hand. Yeah, yeah. And listen to what Quill has to say about Sentry's words. Okay, yeah, because we got to do this thing as well. Yep. And thanks for fixing Quill's ribs. Exactly. Um, Let's just do one thing at a time. Question. Hmm. Do you miss Night Frost? Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> you start heading back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, in the brief moments, is there anything Quill or Araya? Ayla's just kind of standing around. Passive. Like, very passive. Mm. Well, I'm ready to whack stuff when I need to whack stuff. Tell me when I need to whack. Well, I feel we like that's, that's very soon. Uh, I guess yeah. at least when we get to this this place, this this 
Night Eye. Mm. Night Eyes. Night. Wax some ghosts. Wax some ghosts. If they're whackable, that is. I'm sure they're very whackable. I'm looking forward those, to it. I whack those old ghosts. That's true. You did actually. Hmm. Maybe they are corporeal. Corporeal? Is that the word? Scaldy looks over. He's like. Yes, I suppose that is a, is a way to describe them. Most most spirits can be harmed by weapons, but they're less effective without the touch of magic. Oh, well, most of us have magical... Do you have any magical infusions? Uh, one or two little things here and there. Not, nothing too crazy, though. <laughs> I can make fog clouds. You can make... Fog clouds. That's good. That's useful. Juridic magic. The orcs teach that on the open waves a lot of them. Well, it could be useful. Hopefully, uh, ghosts and spectres and the like can't see through fog Commitment and hunt out their handy. prey where we can't see them. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's the conversation we yeah, have. Yeah, and then I think you guys <laughs> literally arrive back in as that conversation <laughs> ends up. Oh, Hello. Come on, Nova. Hi. No. Ayla just pulls you, pulls you in, like grabs your arm, is like, "Get in." I'm fine. And then shuts the door and please, stands in front of it. Please, please don't shout at me again. Um, <laughs> I wasn't shouting. That was motivational yelling. And I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Um, he, Lucius, said something about green and um, uh, how Sentry is. And um, find the prime. We. He wasn't so clear on the find the prime bit. So the green, he's very sure about. I can't believe it's it. her favorite color. Can you believe it? I Can you believe it? From the start. To be fair, we both thought it was purple. Yes. Find the prime! Right, so before we um, uh, did what we did, we spoke... Uh, there was a voice that came out of her that told us to find the prime, much like I suppose Lucius heard before and Sentry hundreds of times, or tens of times, I don't know. Um, it told us to take her to the City of Glass and I have... That's right, yes. An idea, well, at least I had a scroll case. When I found Sentry, to begin with, I had a treasure scroll relating to the City of Glass, but I still have no idea where that is. Um, but if we can return her there, maybe that's where we need to go. Yeah, it's so that Sentry can be completely repaired, right? That's what the message said. Repaired. Can I see the scroll? Uh, yes, I will read it to you. Ooh. It says... And so the knight and his squire were laid to rest in a tomb, a day's pilgrimage from the city of glass. Uh, the lance they had used to defend our world stood between them. A symbol passed down between heroes, a statue of a great deed, the death of the hell dragon. Lazengarath. B built in a great glade of flowers and stone shrines to our beloved star mother. I think there's a weapon there. I'm sure I've heard of the City of Glass. And, and out of like, just, so, so I start kind of trying to pat into my bags and then I'm like, oh. I had a book on it. Oh, right. What did it look like? It's on the beach now. Well, I've got this one. Huh? I get out one of the books, which I put in my thing. <laughs> and it's probably your spell book. It's probably the fanciest looking one there. Oh. Is it in here? I've been flicking through, there's no pictures. This is my spell book. There you go. Thanks, Lucius. It's very heavy, so I'm glad you can take it back. Just kind of hold it to me. And just as a point of reference, 
Nova doesn't have a book on the City of Glass. You probably would have had a history book I would, yeah, that's that what you I was, would look into. Yeah, just because there's going to be loads of people going like, What? You yeah. can't go get the book! <laughs> I was more arcane yeah. as a subconscious. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I my know immediate thing would be to go into books. But, <laughs> but there are no books! There's no one book. Yeah. I just kind of hold it to me. Maybe oh. breathe it in I a wouldn't. Uh, no, no, sand. It's just like sand. I hate your sand. Face. <laughs> It's okay. I mean, it looked very important. You can't just leave books like that on the beach. Anyone could read them. Make good firewood, though. Not this one. No, all right, that's fair. When we whack him. Uh, pretty... Hayless <laughs> become really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty... She's like, we had some. Until it's a nine. you work? She's just like, yeah, it's just like, yeah. you're all talking about shit. <sighs> we need to decide what we're doing with Sentry. We also we promised that we'd help Scaldi. Can I roll yes. a history check? Would it be a history check on You can make a history class? check. Yeah, you can make a history check. I think you guys have made these checks before, but oh. you can make another one. Okay. Um, I might do 21. One. Yeah, you may as well. I'm going to do one. Yeah, sure. I think you did one last time, actually, oh. I think. I think oh. I... 21. 21. Yeah. There are... There is definitely going to be records somewhere Judging by what you gather, in fact, actually, this is kind of new information. Now that Quill has read out his little scroll to you, the way it is written and the things it references must be from during the war against the Court of Shadows. The idea of, like, a squire falling, the Hell Dragon, those were creatures used by the Court of Shadows. Therefore, by using Nova's intellect you would summarize that the City of Glass must have existed before the Sundering, which means that there should be records of it somewhere, most likely in a Sky City, where the records are better kept. Where it is today would have likely changed. However, if you can track down what exalted domain it was part of, where it was before the Sundering, that will give you a better idea of where to begin looking for it. So we could try and find the great glade of flowers and stone shrines to our beloved Star Mother. Yeah. For example. And land. In fact, I would say land. with a 21, the idea of a glade of flowers with a shrine to Siaska would indicate that it might have been in Siaska's exalted domain, Starfall, which was the area around the main capital. Can we get like GPS coordinates? Nope. <laughs> I think nope. That's the thing. Nova doesn't like. I know where it is, but because you're a scholar, you're like, well, okay, I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure I know where we can find out. Yeah. Um, there must be records of it. Um, and yeah, you're you're making some, you know, hypotheses, but. So I think Lucia's giving me my spell book back and almost being grounded by holding a book back again. I just like suddenly take a deep breath and like beautiful mind it and just be like <gasps> and then vomit out everything that Mark just said. Yeah. The other thing I will say is that yes, you don't you imagine that you will need to go to a sky city and find it. Certainly trying to find the city of glass will be the longest option. And if you want to take sentry there, that will require a significant amount mm, of time of yeah. research, finding it, going there, finding it, yeah. whatever it happens to be. So um, I'd, I'd probably finish with like, 
But the thing is, to find out all the exact details, this is probably going to take a lot longer than 10 days or 20 days if we use uh, Scaldi's Gentle Repose again. And I can't guarantee that we'll find it because I need to go into a temple and I need to research everything and I need to find it and I don't know if we can do it. Okay. Um, just a point. Scarpies. I'm not saying it can't be done. Just making that clear. It will be, it will take longer is all I want to say. I can't give you good odds. We have That's good. many options when it comes to Sentry alone. And we could take her to the Shepherds and... About that. Uh-huh. I've been thinking. I don't think it's the right thing to do. Taking okay. her to the Shepherds? Because... The, the Shepherd, it sounds like a druid, right? So he's gonna do a spell reincarnation. Which means she comes back in one of many different forms, right? But if the Prime wants Sentry as Sentry, as a Guardian, to fix, then he needs her as Sentry, as a Guardian, and not as a Tiefling, or an Elf, yeah. or anything. Re but, but, but okay. if we find someone who can do, who can do Resurrection, that will bring her back as Sentry. That was a lot of information. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot. It's what I was thinking too, but we did ask Sentry herself how she felt if she were to suddenly become a different race. Did you ask her about the would, crime? Did would, you tell her about it, the crime? Would it change her mind about her mission, which is to find the prime? And she says no. But would it change the prime's approach to her? Well, that is something mm. we don't know. You don't know? We don't even know if the prime still exists. It could well be a fragment Rihanna's of just like... the past. <laughs> but you said it spoke through her. It did, but it could be an echo, much like the memory of Se Sentry was. Sounds like you all have a lot to think about. Um. Oh, um, hey, by the way, <laughs> I got a promotion from, uh, from Hesper. See, when I was um, under whatever it was that um, just a, I was made to drink. Just a minor sleeping potion. Not very delicious, by the way. Uh, I had a vision with Hesper again. Um, turns out, by the way, I'm his chosen, so to speak. Um, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Chosen thank by Hesper? You. Yes. Chosen for what? Well, so, here's the thing. I asked him about the storms in this place, in Mirskir and various other things. Um, for starters, not his fault. Well, sort of his fault, but uncontrollable. He can't stop it. He has asked me to go back to the Valley of Storms. Oh no. Oh birdie, you... I guess Your crazy you... birds always fly into that storm every time. Yeah, Why? well, to be fair, the injury rate is very low. I is, just happen to be one of them. Um, Why would you go back? It's so dangerous. Exactly. Why would I go back? Is what I asked Hesper. Uh, and he said, apparently, this will tie into something I'll mention a little bit later. There's something for me there, uh, something that only I can use, as Hesper's chosen, um, that will make me much more, well, useful, powerful, against what he said is our second priority mission beyond Sentry. He told us about Callus, about what we know about the gods. He doesn't know what he meant, but Callus is gaining incredible power very quickly and he'll apparently have the ability to take over Savona very soon. Excuse me, Callus Starbane? I'm also quite curious about this. Um, excuse me? So... What? What? <clears throat> How much will it cost 
for you to pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be able to buy the mercenary, but not me. I'm a servant of Kelara. I may not be chosen, I may not get visions like you do, but I'm still caring deeply about... Yes, who is this callous person? I pray to see Asker. I will not have any of this Starbane nonsense. <laughs> Hmm. I hope, are you joking? This is a terrible joke. Please stop, stop joking. Okay. Okay. Lucius. Hello. Why didn't you tell the story? Okay, so, uh, are we, okay. Cards on the table. I guess we have to really. What are doing now? We're helping each you other, right? land folk are so, uh, so much. So the reason we appeared in this land Yeah, is we didn't crash a ship. We would gather that. Mm -hmm. We were teleported here by Callus Starbane himself. You... Unwillingly. Unwillingly. That doesn't make sense. He can't, he can't return to Erois. The He'd... cradle keeps him away. So we're in a place <laughs> called... Flamebright Abbey. Flamebright Abbey in Cali's Rest. In Where Savona. There was a big gathering of cultist worshippers who were trying to... Of Starbane, the remnant. No, no. Uh, they were trying to build a portal to bring through what they considered their god to cleanse the land because they don't like foreigners. Which they believed was Palador, but it wasn't actually Palador it giving them the It was a demon doing a trick. Through and a portal. We, we wanted ah. to rescue people in there. Stop. Stop. I... What you're saying is insane. Well, but I can see that you believe it. Uh, and, I mean, look, you've turned up with your your departed friend, I knew something was wrong. This is information you should give to the shepherd. I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a local priestess of Kalara. I bury bodies in the swamp. I don't speak with her. I, I have a small amount of her power. This is something you need to take to the shepherd. If this is true, if everything you're saying, I can tell that you're clearly not allies of the old enemy. Oh no, we're very much clearly chosen now to stop him. That is something you should speak with the shepherd. All of the council would wish to hear this. Yes. And if you truly have a way to stop the storms, they'll wish to hear that too. I, well, I would like to stop the storms, but it still involves going in there. Um, afraid that's something you'll have to deal with, chosen one. Skaldi? Yes? I have a question. Well, I have many, but sure, let's ask me a question right now. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have the ability to detect any magic on an item? Uh, no, I don't. Because uh, I was wondering if Starbane can listen to everything we're saying because of this crystal we've got. I mean, what, you could what? have mentioned that to this guy. This ah, guy. can you do it? Yes, <laughs> yes, and have done. He's, a, he's a chosen of the goddess of magic. Pretty sure he can tell if something's magical. Yeah, I, I can, I mean, I can start, I'll, shall I, now? I would. Oh, I'll, yes, I probably should have. What do you want to do? I suppose I'll start ritual casting this, um, detect magic. Detect magic? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that'll be 10 minutes, okay. so we may as well carry on. Uh, yes, but I'm just going to jump ahead and tell you a bunch of things. So, because Detect Magic just reveals sources of magic. Um, Scaldi's Lantern is magical. Okay. Araya's Rapier is magical. Any of your own magical items. Um, oh. Did you guys pick up anything that you weren't sure if it was magical or not? I don't know if you've picked mm. up any treasure that you Is my sure. bedroll magical? No, shut up. <laughs> um, I can show So, you. yes. <laughs> the canister itself <laughs> is not magical, but there is not actually a huge amount of magic, but you get the sense that the the fragment, this whatever it is inside the canister, definitely has magical power, yes. I should be able to detect what 
like schools, schools of, of magic as well. Yeah, I, it, it would be technically necromancy, I think, because necromancy is also used for raised dead and stuff like that as well. It deals with life and death. So okay, so it's not just like a magic source. No, you power. actually looking at the fragment closer, like looking in the canister itself, like you're examining it with the tech magic, right? You're actually like examining mm. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get the sense that it's actually it's a very small piece of crystal or perhaps a diamond but it is glowing like like it's been chipped off of something and it is still resonating with heat and power um and it has a faint trace of of necromatic magic okay um with as far as i can tell clear okay birdie smart right um well or is he really really smart and he's just hiding it from us well, he considers You're us... dealing with the old enemy. You shouldn't take anything at face value. If anything we've been taught is true, he's incredibly powerful, but also very cunning. What ma- master strategist. What magic did you use just then? Detect magic. Ah. I just... I can learn what is magical. I'll just do an intelligence check. Sure. To see if there's... If I knew about the alternative. Sure. Three. No. Yeah, your magic comes from you internally. You didn't really study magic, so I think that unless Lucius can cast Identify and stuff, then I wouldn't imagine he knows. Wait. Oh. No, but used to. Hey, uh, so... Yeah, she ripped I, I, I totally forgot I also have Does Nova still have the 100 GP Pearl for it, though? No. You need 100 GP Pearl for Identify. No. I don't know who has that. I do. We, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Is it consumable? No, you'd have to hold it. So, I mean, uh, Scully looks around, well... Mm. There's obviously something bigger here than I understand, but nothing changes. You still swore to me that you'd help deal with the Night Eyes. I hold you to that. We are absolutely doing that first. Thank you. Um, I'm ready to go whenever, but it's up to you. We can. It'll take us around a day or so to travel there. Um, traveling at any time is dangerous and mere scare, but I'll leave that to you. We need about to get when you're ready. Probably some rations. Potions. You'll struggle to find those here in Stenhill. They're not exactly common. There may There's a general store where there may be a few, but I would not count on being able to buy many. Do you have any like food that we can put Oh yes, food and rations, I'll provide those. Okay, you great. You need not, need not worry. I'd suggest uh, if you have things like tents, Nato's like, I got them. <laughs> How is the inn, by the way? Hmm? How is the inn? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh spectacular, as very, always. Yes. Already has been there before. Many times. It's very quirky. All the furniture is completely different. Hmm. Nice. Would suit you. Is it near the general store? Oh. The yeah. inn? Yeah, around about that way. Stenhill's not a very big place. We it's can pop in. to find it. Uh, sure. Just to make sure, well, Excellent. when you're ready to leave, come and find me and we'll make our way. We'll meet back here. In one hour. How about that? Very well. That sounds like planning. I believe that you guys got here in the morning, then you took a long rest. So it's about eight hours in. So I think it was like 10.30 or something when we started the long rest. Yeah, it was like 10.30. So it's about 6.30 p.m. So it is beginning to get dark now. Ah. Half an hour? 30 minutes? If you're lucky, Freyla might still not be open. But if you rush, you may just cash her before she closes. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. 
Yeah, it's easy enough to find. Uh, you find a small round wooden building, um, again, kind of raised off the ground near the inn. Small thatched roof. There is no sign, but you get the sense that it is a, uh, some sort of general store because there are tables that are being taken inside that have various valuables on them. Mm -hmm. um, they appear to be mainly things like uh, furs, look some carapace of some sort of giant crab, ropes, fishing equipment, um, like m tools, that sort of thing. And it's been brought inside by a kind of sturdy, older looking human woman, blonde hair, pale skin. Uh, and uh, yeah, she just looks over. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I was, I was just about to close up. Uh, is there something I can help you with, travelers? Uh, well, travelers, we're actually looking for, well, travel equipment, oh, possibly. I was, I was just about to finish closing and go home. Oh, we have all this money. And we're just a well. If you have money, I can certainly wait. Is it? Uh, is there anything in particular you're looking uh, for? Potions? Anything healy? Ooh, I mean, I I think I have maybe one or two at best. They're kind of hard to come by around here. Um, a lot of travelers end up taking them off my hands. We're helping Scaldi on a very important mission. Mm -hmm. Well, if I have them, I'll sell them to you. It's more just a case of if I have the stock more than anything. Okay, we um, can wait. She's like, well, step inside, get out in case rain starts falling. And you step inside and you can see that it's all hooked up with you know, all sorts of equipment. A lot of it just appears to be general traveler's gear, like your kind of basic equipment out of the player's handbook. Um, she steps behind the counter where there is a large locked kind of armoire. She takes a key out, unlocks it, opens it up. And you can see there's a few more precious things there. A couple of small gemstones like pearls. Um, there's a few pieces of jewelry, maybe like a very fine looking axe. Um, and she's just like, well, I have two of the of a normal variety, um, but I do have to charge a slight premium on them. They're sixty gold. Do I still have my detect magic on? <laughs> Ten minutes. Yeah, sure. Anything? Nothing magical except the potions. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 The axe looks incredibly well made. Um, it might be. It, you think it has traces of Ethereum in it? Mm. Um, it's an Ethereum alloy axe, um, but. It's just like a hand axe, though. It's like a woodcutter's axe kind of thing. Mm. Um, oh, what are the potions? What were they? Regular? Regular, yeah. Okay. They're just standard healing potions. 60 gold each. Okay, I will buy both. Okay, yeah. She'll gladly take 120 gold off you, like... Wow, kind of takes it in. Um, you can see she plays it as in, like, a metal lock box, and then that sits at the bottom of the armoire in a separate drawer. Well, that's a nice little bit of change to make at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> like you I'm, off? I'm hmm? eyeing up the jewellery, just like... Oh yeah, it's like, uh, you can see like there's a kind of uh, gold choker, um, there's silver rings, um, and a pair of uh, earrings made from what appears to be like uh, uh, aquamarine. How much for the gold choker? The gold choker? Um, it's, it's kind of basic, it's just gold, you probably imagine that it's gold plated on top of something, but it's real gold mm. uh, plated onto something, but it's not, it's not intricately carved, it's just like little slats of gold kind of strung together in like a necklace. I'd say like 75 gold. Oh, it's out of my price range. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you get enough treasures from the Night Eye, Yes. Be, I have enough. But she's like, well, if there's anything else, do you need uh, anything? Well, Parchments. Uh, do you guys need any like armor or anything? Yeah, oh, if you want armor, yes. I'm afraid your best place to go for that is to go speak with the gnomes. Well, they're a little. Those little guys can be a bit funny about things. Funny how? They're just. They keep themselves to themselves, even amongst us. Huh? Um, 
don't think uh, I even know their real names. Just go by their job, I suppose. Smith, uh, there's Smith, Leaf, Woody, Tan, Needle. Okay. Uh, are we... All crafters in the craft hall. Hmm. Armor's so unsightly though, isn't it? Bulky. Get so sweaty under it. I mean, being stabbed and bleeding out is also pretty unsightly. You'd be bulky or dead. It's very uncomfortable. Do you even know how to wear armor? Zayla. Yes, I assume you just put it on like a, a shirt. Well, it would get in the way of my spell casting. I need free-flowing movements, like water. Uh, well, I mean, you can get armor like that, that's just not so uh, intrusive. Intrusive? You get leather armors and... Honestly, look at Aria. Aria. Aria? Aria. Aria. I mean, to solve the mechanics of it, Lucius knows that your type of spell casting, like, you, like, you're, you would have learned to wear armor if, if you could. But you don't, you'd like, you'd put it on and it would be restrictive and... It doesn't suit me. <laughs> Lucius doesn't have proficiency in armor. Maybe... <laughs> He's maybe not a cleric or a warlock. If you saw the kind of intricate armors we make on Gusthaven, you'll know that I'd much rather one of those. No offense, Uriah. It's very suitable for the, for the environment you're in. No, none taken. It's fine. Just... Be careful. I'm not going to say Armour's for wimps anyway. This is Ayla. <laughs> <laughs> that exactly. <Kind> of <laughs> um, and I've got, my, I've got my barrier ring. The shield. Um, just remember to use it. I will. It's on the front page of D&D Beyond now. <laughs> maybe, maybe write it on your wing. Yeah, I will. <laughs> How useful is armour against a spirit anyway? That's actually, actually, that's actually smart. It's a good question. It wasn't point. super useful last time we were against I'm, I'm just things like this. I'm, I'm just, I'm just try, trying to get everyone good and healthy and protected. And uh, we very much appreciate that, Nova. Thank you. Strong. We're aiming not to die. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. The shopkeeper woman's like, sounds like you have quite an adventure ahead. Yeah. Like, good luck. <laughs> um, get out. Actually, do you get a lot of travelers through here? Not many, no. Hmm. Have you had, had, There's had... A, the main trade road passes through here to the south, but into the next region. Okay. Have you heard much of the night eye? Night eye. Oh, light? yes, the night eye, of course. Everyone around Stenhill's heard of it. Oh. Um, I mean, it's been here since, since before the town was founded. Uh, the spirits have always been part of it, but I have been hearing they've been getting quite aggressive on the roads. Okay. A few people have even gone missing. Oh. Supposed to have headed up from the south or left here to go there and never reach their destination. Well... You're looking at four heroes who are about to five, quash. Five, there's five, five of you. Five of us, Lucius. I don't count myself as a hero. They're that, truly that, the That heroes. actually makes sense, yeah. Are you just, like their noblemen? Like lucky to be here, honestly. Ah, very However, good. These people will quash this problem for well, you. Well, I certainly hope so. It'll make the trade road a lot safer. Okay, well, if you never see us again, we're part of that story. <laughs> I'll remember that. And those potions may save one of our lives. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm going to close my shop now. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably about like 7 p.m. The, the night is fully in effect. It's winter. Like you guys are at the end of like the first month in winter, so it's dark already. Now I've got my dancing lights. However, if you struggle to see at nighttime, it might be worth getting a torch or something. They just you just hear like a... 
I'm closed now. <laughs> From behind the door, I'm closed now. I'm pretty sure I just heard her slide the deadbolts in place. No, I'm just saying, if you want to find like some sticks and cloths on the way and douse them in oil and set them alight. And... Yeah, you could do that. It's actually the way to make a torch, yes. I've got a lantern. I've got a lantern. I can see in low light, it's no problem. No, I don't have a lantern because I threw it in the... I remember now. <laughs> Scaldi has a lantern, don't you? Uh, you're not with Scaldi. She does. Um, <laughs> but she does have one. What's more, magical. There you go. She's probably got a big beaming light coming from it. Mm. It'd be just like daytime. Your land dwellers are so unusual, throwing lamps away. I, it was... You had to have been there. It was chaos. Oh, I wish I was there. You... Goodness me. Honestly, I wish Araya was there as well. Actually, Araya... Um, Listen, uh, you don't we owe you some money, by the way? Yeah, probably, probably. I've uh, you, you have so much going on, I can't keep track. You that's what I, I wanted. I thought it'd just be a simple, a simple, you know, guiding thing, but you, you, you're so complicated. There's that's, so much that's going what on. I wanted to say. We appreciate the help, we really do. We could have, we really needed everything, especially. Well, yes, With now I understand what you guys are up against. It's some... If everything that you're saying is the truth and you really are in... Well, not a pickle anymore. It's like a marrow. You guys are in a marrow of a problem. A ma marrow? Not a marrow. It's... You know, pickles are small things. Marrows are big things. Do you, have you seen a marrow before? I've, no, I've, it's just a weird measurement device. Um, I just wanted to say... If you are willing to help us still, we will happily accept. I am willing, I'm very willing to help you. Very willing to help you. Because if you, if you, if this, if this is Starbane we are talking about, if this is, all of this is true and we are really in the deep shit, then... We're in the deep shit. We are in the deep shit. We're in the deep shit. Then I will help you get out. The deepest. I want to make sure you get some treasure. It's... Get some gold. Honestly, it's... Uh, helping you guys, helping what could be Oliver Roas against Starbane is worth more than all the golden Eroes. Well, true, but we will say that any help you may need, we will happily repay the favour. Well, that's very much appreciated. I just want the shit. Beyond the cost. We can whack your brother. I'm good at whacking. That would be incredible. I would love to see that. She just nods. All right. Make her very happy. Are we going now, or are we... What are we doing? Let's meet up with uh, Scaldi. Scaldi and just, are we going? I, th I think we should make a move. It's getting very dark. Okay. I mean, we do have all the time and well, not all the time in the world, but much more time now. Thanks to Scaldi, we could go in the morning. You just said you had a dream and you were told by Hesper that Callus mm -hmm. is growing exponentially all the time. I mean, we you did say that. You've yeah. added a lot of pressure. D but no, I meant... In the marrow! <laughs> pressure marrow. <laughs> This marrow's full. This marrow's full. It's breads. Okay, I agree. You're right. I meant we have more time for century. But, sure, let's leave now, in that case. Okay. Right. Speed things up. You meet up with Scaldi. She's gathered her things. Um, she basically has like, uh, like a bedroll, a few trail rations, like trail rations for everybody, and her axes and her lantern, and not much else, actually. She kind of carries, travels light. And you set off. She leads you out of uh, Stenhill, um, and you kind of you head upwards, uphill for a little while, until you reach a trade road, um, which is still quite damp. 
like you can feel like the water here is like the water level rises because there's a river not too far and the trade road follows the river down and as the river overfills the land becomes somewhat flooded so the travel is unpleasant at best um, as you're kind of wading through these kind of like flooded trade roads it's muddy it's wet it's a bit sticky um, however there are no storms good for now for now. <laughs> uh, and you travel through the night. Um, it's about sort of like a day-ish to the night eye. So you begin heading west through various valleys and hills, traveling uh, across dales. Eventually, sometimes the you go uphill and the land becomes drier, and then you kind of head deeper into the valleys and the water level rises, and then you kind of you're constantly doing this sloping kind of path. Scaldi kind of good at navigating, and Oriya. Oriya is mainly leading the way through it, but Scaldi, you're mainly following a road, so it's not like you're traveling oh, okay. through dense wilderness here. Um, you don't see any other travelers. Uh, you hear the occasional cries of these great birds up above the clouds, but you don't see them. You just hear these kind of like, like these echoing calls. You, you're probably pretty sure they're thunder eagles, which are these huge eagles that have kind of evolved with the Valley of Storms. Would I know those as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they den in the storm wall. So uh, thunder eagles and storm griffins in particular. Cousins. Sort of. Um, Kissing cousins? As you... <laughs> so you left about seven o'clock. Are we past... Okay. You left about seven o'clock. <laughs> Eight hours of travel would take you to ten. Oh no. I mean, while he's matting, what? You never heard that expression before? No. Yeah. It's a legit expression. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Google it. I don't think I want to. <laughs> Just don't image search it. <laughs> oh no. My question to you is how long do you press on for? Do you camp when it gets to late evening, like, you know, a few hours out of town? Are you just going to camp out in the wild I feel like on the could, side of the road? I don't suppose we could, like, reset our timer, because <laughs> at the moment we're, like, long rest from 10.30 yeah, to 6. Yeah, you could basically go, like, well, you've been awake pretty much, like, you, you can take two long rests in a day, I'm going to say, because your first long rest wasn't sleeping, mm. it was just doing nothing. So what I would say is you could get to, like, 11 o'clock and say, right, we're going to stop for the night, we're going to rest, and then we're going to carry on in the morning. We make good progress, I think, if we want to rest here. Yeah. However, we are vulnerable by stopping. So. Yes, that's the main difference. So my question to you is, uh, when you stop, how do you make camp? Uh, do you make any preparations? What are you guys doing? Um, you find like a small secluded set of hills to kind of protect you from the wind if, a, if the storm picks up in the night. Um, it's like maybe a couple of like little uh, trees that you can nest under. Um, but what do you do? Do you, do you take any special precautions? Do you do anything in particular to protect uh, yourselves? Well, I suppose finding like a canopy or something like that yeah. would be yeah, one the of The best them. you can probably, well, just make a survival check, I guess. Or uh, perception okay. check. Survival or perception. Yeah, I'd say for you, this would probably be more perception because you're looking around. Natural one? Yeah, it, it's dark, you have one eye, you're tired. You're looking around, the best you can find is, yeah, like some hills, like to try and like get on the leeway side of the winds. I think a ride would probably keep watch. So you're going to take the first yeah. watch? Okay. So you take the first watch. Um, you will need to stagger it, so one other person will need to do watch as well. In four hours, I'll finish my trance, and I'll be able to yep. help. Okay. okay, so Lucius will take the second watch. Any other precautions? Anything else you want to do? <laughs> cool. In that case, uh, Araya <laughs> and Lucius make perception checks, please. 
Can someone help me set up my tent? I just don't know how this works. Ada's just like, I will set up your tent. Thank you. Just because I do not want you whining. Mm. Hello. Ding dong. Marley on high. Yeah. I got 17. Unnatural 20. Okay. What was that? 17? 17. 17. So 17 and 20. Throughout the night, Araya, you're on the first watch. Um, it's relatively calm on Mirs gear. You hear a few cries of animals sniffling around. The wind picks up, but in what little shelter Quill managed to find, it just means that your night is unpleasant. Okay. Um, Rude. You pay close attention to the weather. Well, you're the one that looked for cover. Yeah, yeah. Just, you cover. sucked at it. What yeah. shit cover Quill fans? <laughs> a leaf. You do not think a storm will come in the next few hours, cool. at least. Uh, and you sense no sign of animals or prey. No monsters, no bandits, and it goes relatively smoothly. Okay. Lucius, you take over for the second watch. The night is very quiet and very still. And that leaves your thoughts to dwindle and meander and memories flick to things perhaps Lucius doesn't want to think about. Night frost, sentry, back home, not hearing from your family not knowing what's going on. Do they even know that you're missing? I shouldn't have taken a watch on my own. Are they, are they looking for you? It doesn't seem like they are. Do they, even if they do, you're now on a different continent. How they know to find you? All of these thoughts begin playing on your mind. But you don't sense any kind of monsters or attacks. Um, Just an emotional assault? From <laughs> <laughs> yourself? You wake up in the morning, um, and whilst you are taking food rations for breakfast, mainly kind of dried loops bread, um, a few little bits of uh, berries and a few uh, cold vegetables, um, there is a, you hear a wagon, uh, you hear this kind of the sound of almost like scraping in the mud and the turn of wagon wheels and a kind of like half sing-songy, half mumbling voice. Um, and as you kind of like peek out from where you've taken cover, you can see what appears to just be a merchant wagon, but it is being pulled by what I can best describe as lobster-esque, but oversized, like the size of a horse. Uh, oh. Two big kind of front, front hooked claws digging into the mud and pulling forward on these kind of centipede-like legs from underneath this big carapace. Two eye stalks with black beady eyes. Um, the man on the wagon kind of holds reins connected to the giant lobster and he just pats the carapace like, Good clack, keep going, keep going, good clack. I, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. You're seeing this too, right? I'm not... Do I know what a clack is? Yeah, they're yeah they're um they're beasts of burden, so they're kind of like bison or uh, you know. Um, Do we eat pack some of them? Yeah, it's the food as well. In the stew. Yeah, I don't imagine it was. But they're a huge crustacean. Yeah, <laughs> they're, a, yeah <laughs> they're a huge crustacean. Um, uh, yeah, it's a beast of burden. They're used to pull wagons because they can. What they do is, in a storm, they get inside their shells and then they grip into the ground so the wind doesn't knock them over. That's so practical. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's an evolved creature. Um, I don't know whether to throw up or to praise the sight of a wagon. What uh, the delicious. man kind of goes past and he just looks over. He's like, "Good morning, travelers." Hello. Good morning. Oh, that's a big. You see, like a, a young boy kind of poke his head up from the back, like, "Ah, oh, papa, look, strange men." Birdman! Birdman! <laughs> Hello. Um, this one is blue. It's like, yes, yes, they are blue, Yosef. 
Where, where are you heading? Stand Hill. Oh, you're going that way. Mm-hmm. Then up to Gadawag. Okay. Um, where were you coming from? Uh, from the down south, traveling on the road from the next region over. Ah. How was the road? Be careful. Safe? Mm, he kind of looks at you when you say that, like, mm. I think me and my boy, and we were lucky. Pulled off the road just before it got dark, set up camp out in a cluster of trees nearby. Saw the strangest thing. What did you see? A number, it looked well. It looked like uh, a woman, but all white, riding a horse. But the horse was just made from bones. Mm. Oh. Traveled along the road searching for something. Oh. Spooky stuff. It's like a specter almost. It was near that old ru- ruin, the watchtower. Oh, interesting. Okay, we're, sounds like we're about to... Scaldi looks over and it's like, that lines up with some of the things I've been hearing about the, the night eyes. You weren't... Um... It didn't attack you or see you or... I think it, well, I think if it had, it might have. It looked ah. like it had a look of murder. Carrying a big long spear with a curved blade at the end. I've never blade. seen anything like it. There's a big spear in our future. Look out for that one. But we were hidden. We kept, uh, kept the boy quiet. He was asleep. Kept myself hidden. Didn't seem to spot us. Hmm. Well, ah. that's absolutely terrifying. Thank you for that information. Sorry, I can't help. Do you have anything to trade? Hey. I'm a traveler myself. We do have coin. We're on an adventure. So anything to help us? Oh, I've got uh, oils, salts, um, what's good spices. Against, what's good against spookies? Salts. <laughs> yes, yeah, salt is very good against ghosts, I hear. Oh, it is. Can I roll an insight Don't on him? <laughs> No. We should buy all of his salt. Thirteen. Thirteen? I mean, you've heard that salt can be used to hedge out spirits. You've read it in a book once. Salt what circles. Scotty, should we buy all the salt? Scotty just shakes her head. We won't need that sort of thing, don't mm. worry. Uh, no, sorry. But we... I also am looking to buy if you have any strange trinkets or uh, jewelry, clothes. I'm sure Tred, I probably can't afford anything you, you crazy adventurers carry, but I have a few little bits of gold here and there to buy something that I can sell in the city. I'm afraid I've got everything I need. Um, I can't really part with anything. How's the uh, group fund looking, by the way? Uh, 315 gold. Not bad. I've Not got bad. a spell clash program. You can sell that. <laughs> That's going buy in my memory box. Uh, I'll keep the potion of fire resistance. I think that's the only thing. I'd buy your eye patch, Birdman. Nope, need it. Thank you. Mm, Nothing fair. under there. All right. The hole where my eye was. Seems to about he's about to go about his business. How much uh, to hire your wagon? I need it. I've got all my goods in the back. I'd have to drag them all the way to Stenhill. And once you're at Stenhill, then what? Oh. Well, I mean, I guess I'll stay there for a couple of days, see what trading I can do. After that, if you want to hire my wagon, maybe. It'd be a, be a, a small, a good price, though. Well, we may need your services. Well, I'll be in, I'll be in, in Stenhill for a few days, after you're done with your adventures. <laughs> Wait, where did you say you were going after Stenhill? Katvag. Katvag is the one, the shepherd, right? Yeah. That's the big city, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, actually, we could use you from Stenhill to Cadavag. Um, extra space on the wagon. It looks roomy enough. Sure, for the right price. 
for the right... Well, we can negotiate that. Sure. When we get back. If you get back. When we get back. Sure. What if they die, Papa? Shh. Quiet, boy. Nah, what a little... Less people to put in your wagon. <laughs> Very true. Well, I'll be there. <laughs> well, we look forward to meeting you in Stanhill. Onward, Skirp. And Skirp the Clank. Skirp the Clank. Goodbye, Skirp. Safe like travels. Farewell, adventurers. <laughs> Gotta get used to that accent. Imagine one of those with butter on a plate. Oh. Delicious. So delicious. Mm. I mean, it was all right, actually, to be fair. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, so you carry on traveling for the rest of the day? I suppose, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, how about everybody give me a perception check? Perception. Perception. Natural 20! Yay! Yay! Which means it's 19. So... Minus, minus one. one. Do I have disadvantage? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, 15. 15? 15. 15? 10. I got a natural 22. Yeah, you guys did really well. Oh, I need to roll like that. passive 22. Mm. How does that it, work? Like if you roll a nat 20, but you got a minus one. You get a 19. There's no, there's no such thing as crits on like skill checks and oh, stuff. Yeah. It's only on attack rolls. It's a nat 19. Um, it's just yeah. the best roll you can get. And that's why it's so yes. good. Um, traveling <laughs> along the road, again, you get the sense that there are very, in fact, there are, you see no other travelers throughout the day. Um, but as you're traveling through the day and approaching uh, the ruin, you begin, I think, uh, Novi, you're the one who sees it most clearly, is in the distance, still several hours away, you begin to see the, the tip of some sort of ruined tower, just nestled behind several hills. Um, but also, you almost, it's kind of confusing for a second. You think you see like, like the pommel of a huge sword kind of sticking up out of the keep, but it's so far away, you're not sure if that's what it was, and then it dips behind more tall valleys. Um, that's the wrong dice. Uh, let's see what random encounter you get for the day. Oh! Yay. A herd of Mmm. So, as you're traveling, um, Araya and Nova, you hear the creatures first. Um, it's basically an open section of road, curved valleyed hills up on the side, um, Water level is still quite deep, so it's kind of around your ankles. Not enough to slow your movement in any way. It's not that deep. Um, but the, the valley drainage has kind of created like a very kind of like trudgy mud. Um, and the clouds are very thick overhead. You can hear the faint, gentle whistling of the wind, smell the kind of fresh water and the stagnant you know, mud uh, around you. And you hear a cry. Uh, of some sort of flying creature up above, Oof. and then the rushing of wind and flapping of wings as it dive bombs down. Um, you both snap your eyes up, um, and you see, you get this because they're tucked at one of your favorite enemy, you got this because of the uh, roll. Ayla also technically sees them coming. You see a pair of storm griffins. So heads uh, of white uh, eagles, yeah. um, line, leonine bodies with these big feathery wings, basically dive bombing down towards this group of fresh meat right. that they can see before them coming dive bombing down. So Ayla, Araya, Nova, uh, you got a 10, didn't you? You got 15, but you've got disadvantage. Yeah. Because the L. Does my so, yeah. passive not help with that? Not with this, no. Okay. Because, oh, actually, for the hearing, 
Yeah, because it doesn't affect your hearing, your eye. So yes, I would say for this as well. So at this point, it's just poor Lucius and Scaldi um, who don't basically notice these things dive bombing down. Um, so what do you guys want to do? You've got enough time to this quickly do point, something. Yeah. I am grossed out by one of these plants that's recoiling. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't believe the plants. Every time you go to touch it, it like <laughs> so gross. <laughs> yep. And then uh, you're like, ah! <laughs> and you're like, huh? Everybody, look. So they're diving onto onto us. you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Literally, it looks like they've literally pierced through the cloud level, and they're now <laughs> coming in to sweep down onto both onto you guys. Being an Aracocra from the Stormwall, where they nest, would they actively like attack Aracocra? Uh. Yes, and if, if they're hungry enough. As a result, would I know enough about them? I think like so. Quill looking up like, this, this is your whole turn of like analysis of like, hmm, thinking about it. Because uh, you're think, trying to think in this sudden moment of action. Um, it looks to be a mated pair. One looks like a male, one looks like a female. Um, and they're, they're clearly hunting for food. They must be hungry. That's why they're attacking a group of travellers on the road, which is very uncommon. They wouldn't normally do this. Right. Mm -hmm. So you get two impressions. Either they are starving hungry themselves, or they've just had a, a bunch of eggs, and they've, just, and they've got young to feed. So they need extra, extra meat. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why they're attacking. Right. What else is it? Ryan, anything you want to do? Um, I would like, got like to... got like an action or so. Cool. I'm just going to shout, Storm Griffins! Everybody, move back! And just... Get, Start, try, like, and get, trying, try, try and get to people disperse. to move. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> looking up. <laughs> yep. Nova. This could be baiting. <laughs> I think I would just panic. Uh huh. But also just be like, Lucius, touch him and cast invisibility on us both. Oh. Oh, you can because you got the extra spell slot. I can cast at it at level. level three, which is two times. Which basically means I can turn both of us invisible. Nice. Oh. Okay. Great, so that's your action as you cast both invisibility on both of you. If we're um, going to bite, Ayla just a plant. gets a fucking hammer out. Whacking! <laughs> uh, okay, so with that, let's roll some initiatives, everybody. Rock and roll. Awesome. Cool. Ding dong. Dice I'll roll nice. for Scaldi as well. Yeah, if you can control Scaldi in battle, please. Yeah. <laughs> Goody. Okay, I'll just dent the table. Yeah, okay. Can I ask, by the way? Yes. What did her lantern look like in the night? Um, like so generally, when she travels, she speaks like a little word. She casts a light on the cantrip, and it just sends out like a dull. So nothing light regular. Light. Not huge. Like okay. you, you get the sense that it's almost like a minor magical focus. Like she can channel spells through it. So it kind of looked like the guy that we met in Savona. Yes. So is it like? It's like a holy symbol. Looks like Kalara's lamp. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then she uses, um, she can channel her spells through it for extra power. Like, totally okay. Lovely. I was just wondering. So, uh, let me just roll up some stuff. So that was for Ayla. Jesus Christ. Where did I get a red pen from? Invisibility. Oh, weird. Oh, Magical red pen. Oh. Okay, uh, Araya. Uh, 12. Quill. Uh, 21. Nova. 10. Lucius. 13. Scaldi. 2. Nice. NPC going well. So yeah, you watch as these creatures are dive bombing. They're probably about, um, I'd say, 80 feet up in the air from you now. Like they're swooping in to attack. Um, and the first person to go is Ayla, 
who can't really do anything against something that high up. Uh, so we'll ready an action. She will, knowing that you two have just vanished, she will move next to Quill and ready an action that if anything comes near Quill, she will whack. whack. Nice. Um, so that's Ayla. Uh, Quill. Uh, I'm going to bonus action schwong my um, barrier, barrier ring. ring, so I've got plus two AC. Mm-hmm. And I will... Um, so do you say male and female? Yeah. Do I know which of the two are most aggressive or most dangerous? Or uh, equally... Equally dangerous. Um, it depends on the scenario. Uh, males tend to be more territorial. The females tend to be hunters. Um, I'll go for the hunter then. Yep. As I imagine I can, if I can see yeah, which yeah. one's which. Yeah, I think Quill is Quill. I think Quill and Arroyo are the only ones that you'd be able to tell which ones are which, the male and female. Okay. In that case, I will um, send out a guiding bolt onto the female of okay. the two, uh, and that is a. Ooh, 16 to hit. 16? Uh, hits. Eee! Yeah, you watch as they're kind of streaking down towards you. It's really easy. You throw the quills up. Um, at this point, we're used for a rough guideline. You were traveling on a road. You probably would have been traveling in at least a semi-clustered group rather than being too strung out. Um, so at this point, I'd say that like you've, with a rise shout, none of you have moved yet, but for the time being, you're all clustered kind of together, like within five feet of each other, basically. Okay. Um, so I did uh, 13 Dimaggios, and everyone has advantage. That was for the female, wasn't it? Yes. Yep, 13 damage. So the, the shooting bolts of light just strike into the creature, and you hear this... <laughs> and it begins streaking down. Okay. Uh, anything else? I'll stay behind um, Ayla. So you just don't move, you're just going to stay where you are. Yeah, okay. with the barriering group. up. Okay. The griffins come swooping in. Um, one of them is going to charge towards the... The female's going to charge down towards you and Ayla, um, sensing that you're the threat now that you've hurt it. The other one, the female, uh, kind of banks off and angles itself to catch, I'd say, probably... Uh, let's say three of you, because I'm going to use Theatre of the Mind rules here, um, and I'll determine who. And it opens its beak, and a bolt of lightning just kind of like oh. launches out of its mouth. Cool. Got about uh, that. It just kind of screeches. I don't know about that. Um... I mean, I'm not going to tell you all of their abilities. Uh, so we've got one, two, True. three, and then Scaldi. So let's do. Oh, you're invisible. So yeah, it would basically catch. In that case, it would probably line up Araya, uh, Scaldi, and then Quill or Ayla. It will line up three of you. As it's kind of like you're all clustered together in this main group. Yeah, me and Ayla are right next to each other. Um, well, I'll roll between... In fact, Ayla's kind of positioned herself. You've moved behind her, so we'll catch Ayla in it, basically. So Araya, Scaldi, and Ayla are going to make dexterity saving throws. Ayla passes. Can you roll for Scaldi, please? What's the uh, type? Uh, dexterity. Uh, so just seven. use her the modifier. Seven. It's ten. Yeah. Cool. What'd you get? Twenty-two. Twenty-two for Araya. Uh, Fifteen plus four for Ayla, which is a pass. What did Scaldi get? Just a ten? Seven. Seven. So she's going to take full damage. One, two. How many dice is this? I heard him say one, two, three. (laughs) So that's going to be 20 points of lightning damage. Wire and uh, Ayla, you take 10 each. Um, Thanks. 
as this kind of lightning, of lightning scorches along the ground, jolts through your body, sending this kind of you know burning pain searing through. Um, the other one lands next to Quill, but before he makes his attacks, Ayla is going to whack it twice. Oh, twice. Yeah, she gets a yeah, oh, yeah. hold action, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Uh, but it's the male, not the female, so she's an advantage. That is a 19 plus 7, so her first one hits. Boom. Her second one is a 4 plus 7, which Whoosh. doesn't hit. Um, but. The noise of a swinging hammer. <laughs> she's two handing a hammer, so. It's a D10. That's a whip. I need to remind Katie that when she wields a hammer in two hands, it's actually a D10, not a D8. Wait, she's been doing the wrong damage the entire so. time. I think so. 12. Oh. She's not raging yet. <laughs> okay. So she whacks it once, clubs it in the, in the neck, kind of like snaps it to the side, but not before its beak and claws come raining down on Quill. Quillick. Give it all Quillick you got. Claw. That's a natural 20. Cheese Louise. Yeah, that's what it's got. That hits. 25. Um... It's not too bad damage with its beak, actually. It's broken my barrier ring. Five, ten, thirteen said... points of uh, piercing damage. Its beak bites, uh, tries to grab you and bite you, Fuck. and then its front talons uh, oh, clawing down uh, for twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. And these claws do rake you uh, quite badly. Although that's not too bad. Five. That's another eight. So eight slashing damage. Right. Okay. So it's like bite and then slash, slash. Fuck. Okay. Uh, After the Griffins, Lucius. Mm. Uh, Nova, where'd you go? Where did I go? We're uh, invisible. Uh, I'm gonna try and scurry up. Yeah, to get yeah, some slope skills. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can do that. And then turn around and I guess it's been. You can see one like kind of like flapping its wings, hovering over Quill and Ayla. Quill just wha- uh, Ayla whacks it, but then it, you can see it bite into Quill and like tear through his clothing and you know catch his face. You see blood drawn. The other one blasts lightning across everyone else. Christ. I'm going to cast... Uh, Lucius's Luscious Light. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is our renamed Hunger of Hadar or whatever. Because so, Hunger of Hadar didn't really suit Lucius. Yeah, so we oh, reworded kind of, it to be a spell of Lucius's own creation. Mm. So instead of a gateway of darkness, it's a big ball of beautiful light. Yeah, just all swirling colours of light. Yeah, it's a 20-foot radius sphere of beautifulness, Yeah, but it's also bitter cold. So it sends us on a point, so I'm going to try and aim for the two in the air. So you're going to catch it in the air, basically. Yeah. Like, like a sphere in the air, like an anime. It's a cacophony of explosion going noises. On. I think only, there's only one in the air. No. No, they're both kind of like hovering. Oh, I see. I thought yeah, the other one landed. Like, okay. Light lanches. So With a 20 foot radius, you can catch both of these creatures, yeah. And everyone in the world. Any creature that starts its turn is 2d6 cold damage. Okay. And any creature that ends its turn must succeed in a deck saving throw or take 2d6 acid damage as okay. well. So it's like your, two of your ah. colors it's basically. It's my two swirling colors around. swirling together in like okay. a marble. And are they blinded in there? Because it counts as dark. They are also blinded. Okay. So yeah, you can hear this kind of screeching <laughs> as these creatures oh, are in there. So remember that on your turn to do those damages. Araya, so you watch as this sphere of blue and orange color, like blending together, it's like, like milky a big oil. Tide pot. Oh, that's cool. Just <laughs> uh, that's mine. <laughs> but you can, you can. Yeah. I would say that you can't, you because you also you can't see inside it because it no. only conjures like a sphere of darkness. But you you know that the griffins are in there somewhere. Yeah. But you can't see them. Not even the one with the glow. Crikey. So the guiding bolt glow. So technically, with that. 
You can try and attack them, but you'd normally have disadvantage because mm -hmm. you're blinded looking into this thing and they're blinded they can't see out. Awesome. But the one that Quill hit has advantage against it. So I neutralize So it's kind it. of like you can see this faint outline, so it just becomes a normal roll. Well, like Blood Hunter from Apex. Yeah, kind of. It's just you, you can, can see, see this like, faint outline. <laughs> cool. Um, it's still hard to gauge exactly yeah. where it is, but you could easily strike it. Um, because uh, I don't, I don't want to, because I don't want us to get completely screwed over before we get to this cave mm -hmm. thing. I want us to be there in a good condition. Okay. So um, I would like to take opportunity of the situation and yeah. create my fog cloud. And then we can all skedaddle on out of this. Uh, okay, so you just want to try and escape. It's, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you're going to summon the fog cloud where? Are you going to put it where you currently are? Just put it where we all are. Try and get a radius. Okay. Try and get it to cover us where yeah. we are. Is it 20 foot radius? 20 foot radius. Yeah, it's easily enough to cover where you are. So you have this orb in the air, and then from Araya, like, you begin muttering these ancient orc words, like maybe an old sea shanty, and just rolling in from the hills the moisture begins to coalesce into a thick fog that just rises up on the ground and fills the bottom of this little natural valley. Yeah. And you, this thick, dense fog, and you can barely see through it, like maybe five feet ahead of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Do you call out or anything, or are you can try and move? Yeah, I'd um, be like, um, okay, okay guys, try and, try and follow me. We'll try and carry on. Uh, now the Griffins are distracted. Let's, let's Yeah. Go. Let's carry on. Let's do that. Okay, let's go. Okay. Wait, I'm visible. So you're going to try and move out? Yeah, I'm going to try and move out. Okay. They will technically still get opportunity That's attacks, fine. But they're at disadvantage. Um, and you also count as obscured, so you have cover. And uh, so you have plus think, five AC while you're in heavily obscured cover. Nice. Um, and they have disadvantage to try and hit you. So does that um, stack onto my already plus two? Yeah. Oof, jeez. So, so that would normally be, with disadvantage, that would normally be a 17 to hit, but increase your AC by two. Yeah, it doesn't hit. Doesn't hit? I got 20. So you, you kind of like roll to the side and make your way through the cloud and you can hear like this screeching. So that was the male that took the opportunity attack cool. um, as Orion moves away. Uh, cool. Uh, Nova. So, paint me a scene. We've got us on the ground. So you are in a, a short valley, hills on yeah. either side, long muddy road. You are surrounded by a 20 foot cloud of fog. In the air, there is a 20-foot orb of blue and orange. Over the top of us. Over the top of you, and you, the griffins are somewhere in there. You can't see them. You now can't see anybody else. Like You can only see people that are next to you. So at yeah. the moment, you can see Ayla, Quill, and Scaldi. Um, you don't know where Araya is. She just You hear her voice calling from <laughs> a like, distance. Bye. Yeah. Uh, and, and would you say, like... And you're invisible. Run away. Yeah, like everybody just like, try and follow my voice, try and... Okay, I would probably follow her lead okay. and try and follow her voice. And... Seeing as you're invisible and only get one reaction, I don't think this one would try and attack you. Because it doesn't, it, 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 it was like, well, I doesn't know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> so you just make, start making your way off as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, so 30 foot. 30 feet, do you away. want to do anything else? because <laughs> <laughs> nah, if I do anything else, it's going to break my invisibility. Okay. What does Scaldi do, Trot? Uh, she's going to follow uh, Oriah's lead. Okay, well, I do know where Scaldi is. Skull count. So the female will try and attack her. Um, disadvantage, but she has a plus five AC. Uh, disadvantage would make it 15. That will hit. And she's on six HP. But with the plus five AC from being obscured? Oh, uh, no, sorry. Yeah, so it doesn't hit. She's got AC of 18 technically now, then. Yeah, so it misses. So she kind of like ducks down low, like bleeding. No. And she begins like making her way out as well uh, towards it. Um, um, very badly hurt. <laughs> 
I'll do the voice. Don't worry about that. I am. You just run it. Badly. That's sort of mad that she doesn't get to whack, but is like, all right, fine. And we'll move with Quill, basically. She'll, she'll yes. ready her actions so she moves with Quill, um, rather than okay. trying to just abandon you. Um, I suppose uh, my turn after that. After Quill, it is your go. Yep. Uh, I will... Um, yeah, I'll follow. And uh, once I get to Scaldi, I'll um, give her a little heal as well. Okay. Uh, so that'll just be a... Whatever the touch one is. I forgot to mention. Heal wounds. Like heal wounds. Yes. Action. That's fine. Um, so I heal her for... Heal Wowee! So. 12. 12. Oh, okay. So Scarlet Hills for 12. 18. Okay, so you've moved out as well. Um, Thank you, the, It already used its reaction. Yeah. Uh, mm. Okay, the Griffin's turn. Thank you, Birdie! Turn. <laughs> <laughs> at the start of the Griffin's turn. Um, Lucius. At the start of the Griffin's turn. Oh, yes. Your spells. If he's still in there, it's 2 to 6. They're both in there, they start their turn in there. So 2 to 6 cold. Okay, so roll, roll the 2 to 6 cold. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Four, please. Four damage to both. Yeah, and if they end their turn, then it's two to six acid. So... Would you do it both, or would you do it individually? It's easy. I'm just going to try and speed it up. Oh. Um, so I think <laughs> for the two griffins, they're suddenly being assailed by this cold. They know that some of you have moved away, but they also don't know where all of you have gone. I'll make a, I'm going to make an intelligence check for both of them. This snack don't seem too tasty. Doesn't seem too tasty, but it's tr they're trying to figure out like, can they just like fly upwards? Because I think their natural instinct would be like, ah, ground bad, fly up, go in sky, sky safe. <laughs> um, and they, they do that. They basically like beat their wings and they fly up out of the orb. Um, and they're now looking around, but you're still like, this sphere is kind of blocking their vision for the time being. Um. Hmm. So moved out. Hala moved with you. Everybody else has moved out of that range. They probably still think you're down in there. So I think at this point, what we'll probably say is, are you guys just going to make a run for it? Are you going to try and hide? What do you guys want to do? We'll jump out of initiative and then make use the skill checks now. Uh, I think we'll, we're just following the mist, aren't we? Yeah. Away. You, can you move the mist with you, or is it a fixed location? Because um, if it's a fixed location, once you get to the edges of it, you're it's, no longer It's centred on a point within the range, yeah, so it'll be centred on a certain point. So it was where you were standing, yeah. it's centred there. So you have like this 20-foot radius, which is like 40 feet, like, you know, all around. Either way, yeah. yeah. Um, like 20 feet on either side. trees, like, on the top of the valley? No, there's, no. there's hills, um, there's like valleys and hills, but there's no trees, it's just kind of like a long road. Like, maybe in the distance you can see a small clump of trees and yeah. things like that together. It, it lasts like an hour until a unless a strong wind blows, blows it, away. it away. Okay, like a storm. Yeah, what yeah. a gust. So, what do you guys want to do at this point? Are you guys going to try and make a run for it? Are you just going to try and get to a better position and um, coordinate an attack? Are you going to try and hide? Can I see them? Yeah, I mean, they're basically. I think on their turn, they fly up and then they kind of go around the orb and are like now on the ground, like in the mist. But so it, they've got it probably, no idea where we are. It probably won't take them long to figure out that you're not in there, though. So these are hunting animals, they can, they'll probably make perception checks. So I'm going to give you guys like a round to basically either make a, try and make a run for it to try and hide. I mean, while they're in the mist, that's a good time to leave. Yeah. So you're just going to book it? We just... This way. Should we go? Let's go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys start running. Start making some perception checks. Can we still? I don't suppose. Just sweet invisible. Is Nova still in there? It doesn't take them long. Okay, You're no longer invisible because you cast a spell, but Nova is invisible. It doesn't take them long to basically figure out that you're no longer in this mist. 
they fly up and they are now in the air. You guys, with dashing, you're about 120 feet away. They see you and they're going to come after you. But we're going to resolve that after the break. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So we're going to take a break and see if these griffins can catch up. With and we'll see you after the break. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out both D&D Beyond and Displate with the links in the episode description and head to yogscast.com slash yogcon to see us live in Bristol. We'll see you on Thursday for part two of this episode where we continue the fight with the Storm Griffins. We'll see you then. Thank you.